This is the Busy Blokes Podcast with Jake Batrick and Christian Huggins. G'day, welcome to the Busy Blokes Podcast, Season 2, Episode 7, where we give you health hacks, tips and tricks that will have you feeling healthier, happier and stronger than ever. We're coming to you this season from the Digital Loop Podcast Studio here on Beaufort Street in Mount Lawley. It's going to be open to everyone in April 2023, uh, but we're lucky enough to be recording in here early because we're absolute flat stick legends. If you're a content creator or a freelancer, make sure you get in touch with the Digital Loop team and they'll sort you out. Check out their social pipes at Digital Loop Australia. Speaking of flat stick legends, health coach extraordinaire Christian Huggins is with me as always. How are you, fella? Mate, I'm doing really, 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 really well. So we got our uh, first three or four. Really? That was about six, I think. Um, <laughs> we uh, had our first sleep at the house last Friday. Jigs, um, and that's been really, really awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we're back in the hot seat today. So we got all I the, got my uh, buttons, the buttons, back. buttons back. Beauty. Um, yeah, so we had our first sleep, which is awesome. Just kind of like waking up there, going to bed there, cooking in the kitchen, and all that sort of side of things. Um, didn't have hot water or gas for the first four days. Um, so we just okay. we made do. Of cold showers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> couple cold showers and cooking in the thermi. Um, well, the wedding's in three days. Um, been going absolutely ballistic with the landscaping outside. You know, lifting hectic boulders and shoveling dirt and wheelbarrows and painting and you know carting around steel poles so i definitely got a real good feel for how our tradies do things on a day-to-day basis so <laughs> i put in place pretty much all the things we spoke about last week i'm um, on the tradie special but i'm feeling good things are moving forward how was that um feeling when you finally got to wake up in your new house it was a trip it was actually really really cool and we got like a obviously like a brand new bed it's king size so it was like <laughs> spread eagle out on ah. it and stuff like that but we don't um have curtains up yet so oh, i'm getting woken up by that morning sun at like 6 a.m and i've actually because i've been getting out real early to paint the the patio i'm like waking up with the sun getting heaps of sunlight on my body doing some manual labor so i'm setting my circadian rhythm to wake up at 6 a.m now so yeah, okay i'm actually waking up hell early and today I wake up at like quarter to six so definitely not ideal I want to start uh, pushing that back a bit later if i can in the coming weeks um, speaking of wins, uh, big win for myself. Uh, we are down to a new world record today. A world record of what? Allegedly. <laughs> uh, 91.6 kilos. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> That's insane. Sorry, well, fella. How long has it been, do you think, in a matter of years that you've been that low of a weight or... Talk, talk, to me, talk to us a bit about that. I reckon I can remember being in and amongst the 80s um, kilo mark uh, probably in the few years after high school. Wow, okay. Um, yeah. So we're talking like seven or eight years ago. Yeah. And then I reckon I was in the 90s for a long time. Mm. And it was only until probably the last couple of years, well, now I'm thinking about it, it's probably three or four years where I was like in that higher 90s, Cracking early hunt. early ton yeah. sort of um, areas. So it's been a while. <laughs> it's been, yep. it's been uh, at least six or seven years before, um, you know, since I've been this weight. And yeah, it's just insane. amazing. Like I, I had a good look in the mirror this morning, um, weighed myself, and, and it's not all about the number between your feet, mm-hmm. but I was like, Oh, that's here we it. go. That's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. And like, I can now like safely say that I'm I'm noticing like I look different. Yep, I look so different. Um, we we had a joke about this before. <laughs> I can 
I can finally see <laughs> my little, not little, my. <laughs> you stuffed yourself there. <laughs> Keeping that in, can't cut that out. I'm very comfortable with the size of my member. <laughs> but I can see it again over yeah. my belly. <laughs> Well, under my belly. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Fuck, it's been a while. It's been a while. And oh, he I sees the sunlight. I hadn't really engaged with that. And it was a really cool feeling the other week, um, <laughs> just noticing that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, size doesn't matter. And I've always been <laughs> comfortable with, with the size of it. And um, <laughs> so it was always perplexing to me that I couldn't see it. <laughs> it's like, you know, there's, there's that theory you can see the Great Wall of China from space. From space. <laughs> I think it's been debunked, but we all know it's fucking huge, yeah. right? Similar, there is some sort of similarity there, yeah. I think. <laughs> Did not comparison, compare your dick to the Great Wall of China. <laughs> big, strong, stood the test Girthy, of time. Yeah. <laughs> Kept the Mongolians out. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, that's um, just getting us back on track. That's been really awesome. That's <laughs> <huge>. <laughs> Huge win, no pun intended, but that's um, freaking awesome. Good stuff. And, mate, the magic's working because I had one of the all-time blowouts, which is a – I've sounded like a broken record. But yeah. um, there's a couple of wins from the week. So we spoke about last week that I was sort of gearing up for a couple of social events. Um, I hadn't had any for a few weeks. I'd mm. kind of um, been off the drink for a little, a few weeks yeah. um, in terms of big drinking sessions. Had a couple of cheeky ones here and there. And here and it. there, but um, – yeah, I was, I was almost anxious about having like back-to-back um, social events where I mm. knew I was going to have a few beers at both of them, and so the Thursday night was a um, an industry drinks sort of get together mm-hmm. um, just to, before the footy season was kick, kicking off, and I'd come off the back of two six-day weeks at work, mm. and by sort of the Tuesday and Wednesday of last week, I was like, I'm so tired. I'm literally running off fumes. Like I was just struggling to get through the day. I was just floating through the day. And it got to that Thursday and I went, I just want a night at home. Mm. I don't I don't want to go to this thing. Like I just need some downtime. I need to relax. Nice. And the positive was that was I <laughs> didn't enjoy the four or five or six beers that were inevitable about going up and uh, to this uh, event and catching up with um, some yep. people uh, within the, the media industry. So that was a positive. Uh, but then Friday rolled around and uh, we had a surprise 30th uh, for a mate of, a mate of ours, um, Timmy. And um, that was at the Cottesloe. Uh, I always get the pubs in Cottesloe mixed up. I've got it was no the fan- clue. It was the fancier one. Yeah, okay. There's like the, the one you go the for. For, yeah, the dingy, yeah. the dingy one, and then there's the fancy one. Uh, we'll we'll come back to it, but Cottesloe's so overrated. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! People fucking froth Cottesloe. And I'm like, why? Yeah. So the bar shut at this thirtieth at ten eight, uh, ten p.m. Bullshit. And then we just had to like leave. Yeah. There's nothing else everyone, around. Like, except everyone the was just starting to dance. The DJ's like rolling out a few bangers and. Um, it was really fun, and then like in the corner of my eye, I just see them putting the roller shutters over the <laughs> over the bar. And they're like, no, nah, <laughs> nah, see, ya. done, it's yeah. done, no last call or anything. Uh, so, um, so from because that ended early, um, we had another friend's birthday happening um, in uh, Mount Lawley, and um, so got in an Uber, went there, a few more beers, and I was trying to implement the um, have a few soda waters yep. strategy. <laughs> Um, so when I was at the Cottesloe um, bar, uh, I asked my mate because I got sucked into rounds. I was like, mate, ah. can you just get me a soda water? Like, I just want a pint of soda water. 
he presumed I meant a vodka soda. So he got me a pint of vodka soda, which is probably two shots of yeah. vodka in there. So that, um, that had me steaming. And then the Jesus. same thing happened at, uh, when I got into Mount Lawley's. Um, people were buying me beers. I was like, I'd been drinking beers like all evening yeah I didn't want any more beer i wanted a soda water and people just <laughs> handing me pints of beer i was like fuck's sake so it was the first time um my partner and i had like been out we were out till like 2 30 in the morning like yeah it right was okay back in the old days sort of yeah um getting the dance uncharted territory yeah nice <laughs> so um that was a huge night and then saturday was a complete write-off mm. um so Despite that, mate, the magic's working. Yeah, the magic is working. So we're down to ninety-one point six, a new world record. So that's huge. Nice. Um, I kind of don't like when you hit these lowest records after hell big food blowouts and like alcohol just feeding the monster. Correct. Correct. It's it's funny. Like you almost get yourself into a false sense of security. You're like, I can do this. I can. I can do this and still lose weight. But uh, there's a lot of uh, discipline yeah, 100%. after that. Like, yeah. So this week, um, I'm back on a late shift. So I feel like I've got a bit more control back over what I'm eating. Mm. Um, way more meal prep that's been happening over the last couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we spoke off there a couple of weeks ago about me wanting to change up my lunches because mm. I felt like I was just smashing so much bread. Like, yep. There's one cafe that does lunch around where I work. So a lot of the time it's wraps or baguettes or whatever it is so um yeah i wanted to like try and change up my lunches yeah. and now i've adopted that for my dinners at work on the late shift nice. so um that's been really nice and um the the positive i found out of we cooked oh, i made up uh, overnight oats mm-hmm. a few weeks ago um and because i've still got all the ingredients for all that because i mm. bought a bit more than i needed yep. to yeah um you know, using those ingredients to make a smoothie. Mm. Um, so whip up some overnight oats, have a smoothie around lunchtime or whatever, and yeah. then off you go. Off you go. So uh, you just feel good. Like I, my previous smoothie making was very like fruit and water based. It was almost yeah. like a, a juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm enjoying changing that up, and um, you know, I never bought protein powder mm. before. So um, yeah. It's. Um, I feel like I've got a little bit of control back in that, in that sense. Yeah, and um, I think we're, we're talking about it off air. You spent a bit of time on Sunday afternoon, or for your, case, for your case, it was Monday morning before you had your your mm. late shift. Um, but you spent that hour or so, you know, going to the shops, getting your bits and pieces, coming home, cooking up a bunch of things, and whipping up your little smoothie bits and pieces. And it sorted you out for the entire week. Yeah, like you spent that little bit of time on the weekend. And it sorted you out for the entire week. So you don't have to worry about things like every single day. What am I taking to work today? Or am I going to have to go buy something from the cafe? Am I going to have to do this? Am I going to caught on the back foot? You were thinking about yourself. So you're actually on the front foot now. Um, I just want to touch on um, something I'm quite proud of that happened yesterday. Um, you and your lovely partner, Sophia, mm. getting married this weekend. Yeah. Which is very, very exciting. Um, I needed a new jacket. Yes. So um, I tried one on a few months ago, right? And uh, in DJs or people that don't enjoy shopping at David Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Even I was confused. I was like, right, yeah. (laughs) And um, it was like like nearly 300 bucks. I was like, I I can't afford that. Yeah. It's a really, really lovely jacket. Anyway, um, I live not too far away from DFO, which is Mm. like a huge outlet sort of shopping mall. So I went in there, found the jacket. 
And I was like, how good's this? Tried it on, fit even better than when I tried it on Ooh. three or four weeks ago. I was looking good. Nice. Um, the salesperson in the shop was like, oh, mate. You, <laughs> Take the store. <laughs> Take the keys. <laughs> you look good in that jacket. And I was like, I know. That's typical salesperson. <laughs> I feel it like a little piece of cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's probably too big. It's like, nah, mate, <laughs> that looks amazing. so sick. Yeah. If you don't get it, I'm going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, so I looked at the price tag and it was like 180. I was like, oh, oh, how good is this? Win win, bro. Win win. Yeah. Went up to the checkout, $90. No way. <laughs> That's his best feeling. Eh? And you just you just walk straight out of the store. You don't question it or anything. Mate, I Little cheeky smile. Felt like I was almost like not even walking on the ground after yeah. that. I was so fucking high on life. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how good is this? Give me six. Yeah. Um, so so I, sick. I'm looking forward to um, – and that was a nice feeling. Like I've, I've battled with um, suit jackets for a while mm. because – I'm not overly tall and I was yeah, very okay. round. So yeah. I could get into a jacket, but I could never do them up. So yeah. um, discovering that I can like go and buy a suit jacket, do so it up, sick. look great. Yeah. Like, it's such a fucking good feeling. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and you know, to buy some like big and tall suits, yeah. like, it's hanging, <laughs> hanging down to your fingers, yeah. the sleeves and stuff like that, just so you can get it done up. Exactly, exactly oh, right. Man, so stuffy. wins all around this week. It's um, It's been oh, a really good week. A fucking good week. Fucking good week. <laughs> And um, speaking of great weeks, um, episode seven, another yes. great episode in our arsenal. What are we talking about this week? So this week we're going to be talking about 21 free ways to positively impact your health. So I love the simple bang for your buck practices. I don't like overwhelming or confusing. It's all about the big rocks that make the biggest difference and it's even better when they're free. Let's do it. Well, Gossar, we all love free shit. Yeah. And we've got 21 free things. 21 free things, yeah. How good's that? Yeah. Yeah, so I've, I've done a couple of posts about these sorts of things on my, my Instagram pages and some of my Facebook groups. Um, a few of the things I talk about today, um, we'll be reviewing things they may already know, but a lot of it is, is new stuff. And when, when it comes to like getting healthy, or losing body fat, getting better energy, getting better sleep, like all that sort of stuff, People think about health as like you have to go to the gym and start eating salads. It's like those are the, the two things that people think about when they get get healthy. But there's so much more that we can do on like a day-to-day basis that just kind of like gives us little extra points in all these different areas and makes us feel good and look good. So the first one, uh, the first free thing or free way to positively impact your health. Health. Oi. Impact your health. You nearly said house. <laughs> just thinking about the house. House on your mind. <laughs> The first thing is uh, getting sunlight. So vitamin D um, is a really important hormone for health uh, performance and longevity. It's not actually a vitamin. It's actually a hormone. Um, And we don't actually get vitamin D from the sun. Our body creates it from sunlight. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's a bit of an interesting way to uh, to think about it. But the the issue is that most people or a lot of people spend a lot of their time cooped up indoors, Mm. um, you know, driving in the car or getting the train to work and then working in like an office building and they get the train or the car home and then they're inside their house. So the only sunlight they're getting is like between the car and the, yeah. the office and or they're just getting it through the windows, which isn't, um, you know, proper sunlight. Yep. Um, and, you know, having low levels of vitamin D is really bad for a lot of reasons. So we want to we wanna get a lot of vitamin D from the sun um, preferentially because having optimal vitamin D protects against you know, infectious disease. It lowers the risk of both you know, cancer and heart disease, prevents diabetes, um, protects against neuropsychiatric disorders as well. Um, it's important for calcium absorption. Everyone knows the importance of calcium for bone health and stuff like that, but it also improves energy levels and athletic performance. So I always say to my clients and people who talk to me about this is you still need to sun safely. 
So it's not about going out there and getting burnt to a crisp and like, mm. you know, becoming this red lobster. It's like <laughs> we, we want to get the, the ideal amount throughout the day. So to, to get good sunlight in the morning, which will also help set your circadian rhythms to get better sleep at night, getting 10 to 15 minutes in the morning is, is fantastic. So I call it like sun gazing. So it's kind of just having your face towards the sun. It's not looking at the sun with your eyes and like, <laughs> like Donald burning Trump. your retinas. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at an eclipse and took his sunnies off because he's like, this would be a powerful thing yeah. to do. But no, yeah. mate, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> this will give me the one up on Putin. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, t- 10 to 15 minutes in the morning, just kind of get your, your skin and your, your eyes towards the sun and then 10 to 15 minutes throughout the day as well. So you really just don't want to get burnt. Um, so your skin complexion will kind of determine how much sun you should need. You know, if you're quite a pale person, probably less. If you're quite a tan person, you can get away with more. Um, also the type of sun and how many clouds there are. So if it's like a really hot summer's day with no clouds, obviously you need less of it. Um, if it's a winter's day and it's quite overcast, you can get away with a lot more being outside. But don't be afraid. Or, um, don't think that just because there's you know lots of cloud around that you're not getting some of that benefit from getting the sunlight. So you just stand underneath the clouds um, no matter what. I've started um, watering my garden in my jocks. Yeah, nice. Be- big areas of bare body skin yeah. to the sun oh, is freaking phenomenal. It's so, lo- it's so lovely. Yeah. Um, I can't get away with the front garden yet. Um, <laughs> yes. It's a little bit open. Yeah. <laughs> and we're still growing our front hedge to yeah, yeah. get a little bit, a little bit higher. But Wait until you got the body of the gods and you would have to strut oh, around mate. the whole yeah, street. Yeah, I just won't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about 50% of the way there. <laughs> um, no, it's so, it's so, so, so nice. Yeah. Like just watering yeah. the garden um, just in your jocks. Yeah. But you sun know, on you... your back, sun on your face. Um, I've also started um, if I'm, if I'm at work, because I get to go out and about for my job. So mm. there's some days where I'll get lots of vitamin D, yep. lots of sunlight, but I'm wearing like, you know, long oh, sleeve shirt, yeah. long pants, whatever. Um, I've started doing the sun gazing, mm. especially if I'm going out to a job quite early. Nice. I'll just I'll get there. I'll have five minutes and I'll just stare at the sun. Face to the sun. Mate, yeah. you, like plants you do it. Yeah. <laughs> animals do it. You see animals like dogs and cats always find that nice sunny spot like yeah, near yeah, the window yeah. and they're just like lying down because yep. as animals and just living creatures, like you need the sun to thrive and live and. You know, we, we as humans are pretty smart, but we're also pretty dumb too. So we like create all these situations where we do we go against what our bodies on um, actually want. This next one I need to work on. Yeah, so the next one is walking after meals. So the latest studies on this show that just two minutes, like which is fuck all, like yeah. two to five minutes after of walking after a meal can help with the blood sugar spike. So we really don't want to be on this big blood sugar roller coaster all day because that's when people get lethargic. They have those crashes. They get hungry or hangry between meals. They just feel like tired all the time. It's because they're eating these like high carbohydrate, high calorie meals that spike their blood sugar. So they get this real big energy boost and then they just dip or crash hard. So we want to eat things and do things that make that energy more kind of calm, even consistent. Um, so one way to do that is eat healthy fats and healthy proteins with each of your meals. But another way to do that is to just to do a small bout of movement after your meal. Mm. So two minutes of walking can help stimulate the guts, stimulates digestion. And it can be a nice cue or a way to get your daily steps up as well. So if you just think to yourself, after my meals, I go for a two-minute walk. Like that's that's the cue. I finish my meal. I walk around the office a couple of times or I, you know, head to the furthest toilet downstairs or, you know, I go for a quick lap around the block or whatever it might be. Getting two minutes of walking can help massively. The next free way to positively impact your health is just frequent movement breaks throughout the day. So you look to our ancestors, you look to hunter-gatherer tribes around the world, you look to the longest living people around the world. It's like we weren't made to sit behind a desk for eight hours a day. We need to nudge ourselves into movement more frequently. So 
every hour you are sat down or every hour you're sat behind the desk, you should get up and, you know, do some jumping jacks or take a lap of the office or do some squats or some push-ups. Like just do some kind of movements, uh, movement. Um, and study, stem, studies demonstrate that like frequent movement bouts throughout the day obviously you know help maintain a stable body weight, um, stimulates recovery, stimulates creativity, it boosts productivity as well. Um, so some people think like oh you know I need to get this job done or this you know this email written or I need to write this report or whatever. So they sit and just bash this thing out for like two or three hours like without any break. But oftentimes you know taking a break you know for. 10 minutes at the top of every hour, you actually get it done better and quicker as well. So just take time any day to move your fucking body. I'm a little bit better at practicing gratitude. Not great though, mm. but not the worst. Yep. I've um, So that's the next one is to practice gratitude. I honestly think it's the best bang for your buck mindset hack there is. And I've been chatting to quite a lot of my clients recently about this, especially some clients that listen to the podcast because they're like, they review, well, they talk about the episodes that we release and they're like, you know, I love when you talk about gratitude and, you know, I've been trying to do it like this way or how can I kind of, you know, up my gratitude game. But for such a limited amount of time and energy involved, you get such like profound benefits. Like it's, it's just crazy like that you can just do say, read or write this like one or few, like a few things in the morning and or at night and your brain just starts to rewire itself to see more of those things and you just become a more happy, optimistic, hopeful kind of person. So gratitude, you know, improves your self-esteem, it improves energy and health, it can make you more happier, it obviously makes you more resilient, stuff like that, um, lowers stress, anxiety and negative thoughts. So, you know, review episode four if you want more info, to, info on gratitude and how to do it, but you can write a list down in a you know blank journal uh, you can say it aloud. You can go around the table with your family. Like, there's lots of ways to express gratitude. But grateful people are freaking some of the best, longest living people on earth. I was just getting ready to come into the studio this morning, and I was feeling a bit tired, feeling a bit, you know, oh, I gotta gotta do this thing. And then my brain has already started to retrain mm. to think, fucking hell, mate! Like, you're going to do something you love doing, which yeah. is broadcasting. You're going to go see one of your best mates and you're going to have a laugh and you're going to Hell leave yeah. there thinking, God, that was fun. Yes. It's like You just choke slammed that negative thought. 100%. Sick. Those yeah. ants. So <laughs> you're ants. Powerball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah. And the, the more you practice it, the easier it gets. and you, you're, you're able to do that in the moment. So, so many people get caught in that negative thought cycle and they're doing it for 30 seconds, 60 seconds, a couple minutes, 10 minutes, and they're thinking negatively. But... You, the more you do it, the closer you get to like actually grabbing that thought in the moment and just going, mm. get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Um, I'm still not sold on taking a cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So that's the next uh, free, free way to positively impact your health. But c taking cold showers is known as a hormetic stressor. So a little bit of bad makes you stronger. So exercise, you know, you lift a weight a few times, it's bad for the muscles, quote unquote, because it's tearing them down, but it actually makes you stronger in the long run because you get, you know, better muscle fibers and stuff like that. Um, you know, you lift uh, shoveling and stuff like that, you're lifting heavy poles and you start to get calluses on your hands. So a little bit of bad calluses the hands and makes it hard, uh, you know, better. Um, getting a tan is a hormetic stressor because you expose yourself to the sun, which could be a little bit bad, but then your, your skin gets stronger by getting some melanin in there. Um, to make it darker so you do you do a little bit of this thing that's difficult but you actually get lots of benefits in the long run so taking cold showers regularly 
actually reduces stress in the long run. It makes you have a stronger immune system. It oxidizes fat. It lowers inflammation. And people with anxiety, especially, actually report less anxiety over time doing this right? frequently. Yeah, which is really cool. So you don't have to go balls to the wall and start off with an ice cold shower straight away. Just finish your shower on like 30 seconds of cold. So have a nice warm shower and then just finish it with like 20 to 30 seconds of cold. And then you just work your way up to like one to two minutes towards the end of your, your shower. So you know, then you get some freaks who just do cold showers all the time, which is fantastic. But I don't do that. I'll just finish my, my shower with a cold bit. I, I do that from time to time too, especially after, you know, if I've been at footy training or something. Mm, and, yeah. You know, you don't, you don't actually feel like a hot shower, right? Because mm. you're already hot and bothered. And that, it, to me, 30 seconds of cold shower just on the back of your head, like there's actually – not a lot that feels better than that. You know, after you're just hot and sweaty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's great for recovery, obviously, as well. Like you yep. see all the, you know, the footy players after the game, they're sitting in ice baths and stuff like that. So that's the extreme. Um, what I, and one caveat I would say with that is like if you're going to the gym and you're sending a loud muscle building signal, which is, you know, it's an inflammatory thing to do to go to the gym and lift weights to all of a sudden quickly go have a cold shower and ice bath afterwards might dampen the muscle building effect because you're, you're – you're stamping that inflammation. So depending on what you're wanting to do, if you're having a hard footy training session, you just want to cool down and get right into that recovery mode, awesome. If you're going to the gym, lifting weights, wanting to get stronger and build muscle, maybe steer clear of the cold showers after that and just wait till later on in the day. Um, the next one, next free way is to go barefoot more often or what I call free the feet. So normal shoes that we wear have like a really skinny toe box. So where your toes are, it kind of goes to a point at the end or you know goes very, very skinny have a massive heel drop. So from your heel down to your toes, often you're kind of like planted and you're standing mm. on your tippy toes in a way, can be super inflexible and what I call feet coffins. So um, <laughs> wearing wearing shoes like this can be really bad for your health, uh, bad health for your feet, ankles, hips, no, knees and low back. In the bottom of your feet, you have over 7,000 nerve endings. And if you can imagine like how sensitive they must be to like touch and feel and all that sort of stuff, like imagine having your hands, which you use all day, every day, same as your feet, but like all day, every day. Imagine wearing gloves like 24 seven, mm. like how you wouldn't be able to feel the water bottle or type on the computer properly or pick up your phone. Like that yet we so ingrain ourselves to just put shoes on like all the time. Yeah. Um, so go, you wanna go barefoot as often as possible, but transition slowly. If you're somebody who wears shoes quite often, just transition slowly. So start by taking them off when you get home. I still know people who wear shoes around the house and it freaks me out. <laughs> um, <laughs> But take them off when you get home and then start maybe walking part of your normal walk barefoot, like just a little bit, then slowly work your way up over a couple of months until you're doing your whole walk barefoot. But just like, you know, training your feet to walk over the bitumen, then the pavement, then some grass, like the rocks, like feel the kind of textures underneath your feet. And then obviously walking in itself is just a nice general free health hack as well. I said before that there's not a lot better than um, having 30 seconds of cold water on the yeah. back of your head, but actually um, I'm going to change that to there's nothing better than taking your shoes and socks off after yeah, yeah, a long day yeah. holy dooly you know what's sick is um watering your grass yeah and then in bare feet and spraying your feet at the end oh my god oh god i did that yesterday yeah it's lovely <laughs> so nice in yeah. my jocks yeah, yeah. <laughs> adonis um <laughs> The next one I won't I won't touch on too much because we've done two whole episodes on it last season, but it's getting good sleep. So there's obviously loads of things you can buy, like a sleep mask, blackout curtains, chili pad, blue blocking glasses, supplements and stuff like that to boost your sleep quality. But just practicing good sleep hygiene by eating an early dinner, stop drinking caffeine after midday, um, switching off your devices an hour or so before bed, dimming the lights, doing something calming to wind down, like all of those things are free. 
and what I call the biggest domino as sleep. So if you start to get sleep in, um, in line or in check, your exercise performance get better, you have more energy, you have more mental clarity, you're better able to make decisions the next day when it comes to food and all those sorts of things. So getting in charge of your sleep is really important. So if you want to check out episodes eight and nine of season one, you can get a full in-depth look at sleep. We love meditating and deep breathing, mm-hmm. particularly if we're stressed. Yeah, yeah. So I've tied these two together, um, but it's really anything to activate that parasympathetic state or that rest and digest state. And deep breathing or breathing in general is just one thing you can do to control that autonomic state. You want to be a chill person so you can garner all those benefits from being you know, a chilled person, not being a stressed out weirdo. So having those breath resets throughout the day, what I call anchors. So my screensaver says breathe. Every time I see that, I take a deep breath through my nose. You can have your ring, your watch, your computer, your clock, whatever it might be. So just making sure you're breathing through your nose, taking those deep breaths throughout the day. Um, or you can have like an intentional breathing practice such as box breathing or four, seven, eight breathing. Um, I just recently discovered this new, um, some, study, some studies I've been demonstrating this new breathing practice called, uh, I, don't, I can't remember what actually what they call it, a doctor named Andrew Huberman, who's a, a professor at Stanford in the States. Um, he does like neuropsychology and stuff like that. Um, but the breathing practice is two deep inhales through the nose with no like exhale in between. So you just go like, like all the way oh, down yeah. to the lungs. And then you follow quick it by, fire. yeah, quick fire. And then you follow it by a full exhale until your lungs are empty through the mouth. And it's the fastest way to reduce your autonomic arousal. So it's the best way to calm down. So I've been doing this in the morning now, but I've getting clients to do it after the gym or on the way to work in the car and stuff like that. So two quick inhales and then a loud audible sigh on the way out. So it's... Uh, and you just keep doing that wow yeah and you can kind of feel that vibration is you know really good and that humming is really that's what i noticed yeah the vibration yeah Yeah. Yeah. and it just calms that that vagus nerve and calms and puts you into that parasympathetic state which is really awesome so meditating and deep breathing you know you have access to your breath at most you know pretty much all the time (laughs) hopefully (laughs) hopefully (laughs) otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this (laughs) so Unless you're a spooky ghost. <laughs> yes. Um, they're always going, oh. They're always coming. Yeah, sick. Um, the next one is uh, managing your stress. So stressed out people have poor quality sleep, tend to hold on to more body fat and build less muscle, can't handle stressful situations as well. Um, they're always on edge, have worse relationships, more inflamed, and they actually die earlier. So actively managing your stress. So going for a walk, listening to some music, journaling, taking a bath, swimming at the beach, talking to a friend, playing an instrument, play with your pet. Like I know some of those... You might have to invest a bit of money in or whatever, but just actively trying to manage your stress. Um, if you want to check out episodes nine and 10 of season one, we have a really in-depth look at stress management and give out loads of tips on those. So go review that if you need to. I'm still working on chewing your food 15 to 20 times. Yeah. So I've heard, <laughs> it's really weird. I've heard heaps Get of choking stories lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like nearly dead kind of choking yeah, stories. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, just and it was a girl as well but like you just got to chew your food like chewing is the first stage of digestion and so many people just miss that out and there's this quote it's like you aren't you're not what you eat you're what you digest and if you're just like hardly chewing your food and it's just going straight in and straight out the other end you can see corn in your poo and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) i think that just happens anyway (laughs) but you want to eat more mindfully like try turning your food into a paste if 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 chewing 15 to 20 plus times sounds daunting to you whatever just try chewing your food until it's like mostly a paste yeah um then swallowing because it helps digestion it helps the assimilation of nutrients and stuff like that so just slow the eating process down chew your freaking food I think this is the best bang for your buck one, practicing kindness. We should all just do it anyway. Yeah, it's that whole two-for-one special that we keep referring to. You know, 
being kind boosts serotonin and dopamine, which are neurotransmitters in the brain that give you feelings of like satisfaction and like winning and, you know, all that good stuff. So you want to start listening to others, like asking questions about their day and like being empathetic and really listening, like just someone listening to you. That's like quite a kind thing. Um, you want to just do random acts of kindness. It could be, you know, picking up a bit of litter. It could be holding the door open for someone. It could be just smiling at another person. Um, show people that you're thinking of them. Do things for others with no expectation of something in return. So lots of ways to be kind. And it's that whole two-for-one special that we keep saying. Next up, we've got limiting ultra-processed foods. So it's totally up to you if you want to cram your face hole with unhealthy foods. But the more you eat them, the more you change your taste buds, you change your food preferences, you're kind of building your body up with those bargain bin foods, you know what I mean? So you're feeling shit, you're looking shit, but you keep seeking out those unhealthy foods. So you don't want to surround yourself with them. You want to get them out of the pantry, out of the fridge. And of course, you can treat yourself, you know, once or twice a week to these foods. You don't want to, you know, be this, you know, really strict and really diligent person who only eats healthy foods. Like that's not life in itself, but you don't want to be eating them daily. And so many people are just taking like packets of crisps or box of shapes or, you know, having Tim Tams or having ice cream or having like lots of processed foods for dinner or lunch or buying something from the, you know, the deli down the road. And if you do that day in and day out, your body's not going to be, uh, you know, performing optimally. I reckon the first couple of days this week, I actually haven't had any processed food. Mm, it's all stuff you've cooked yourself yeah. and, and it's been very minimally processed, mostly whole foods. Which I hadn't really engaged with until you just mentioned it. That's freaking awesome. Which is hell fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See the little member. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, the next one we've got is uh, journaling. So this quote, thoughts disentangle themselves as they pass over the lips and through pencil tips. So your brain is trying to think of thoughts and you're racing and you're not really making much sense of it. And oftentimes just talking about it to another person can help you make sense of it. But oftentimes just writing it down can help you make sense of those, you know, lucid thoughts and those things that are kind of just bouncing around. So this obviously might cost you a little. It's not free, but like, you know, $3 line journal from Woolies is a pretty good investment. Yeah, it's um, not not free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so our brain our brains love cycles like they love to think about things like again and again and again and again and sometimes we just need to put an end to that loop it just needs to find a home and oftentimes just doing that onto a page so i call it brain dumping so you just pretty much spew your thoughts onto a page and it gets easier the more that you do it you know it might feel a bit weird at the start but just don't don't think oh anyone someone's going to read this or whatever. Just I can just just get that out. Do that cathartic writing. Spew your thoughts onto a page. It might make no sense whatsoever. It might be an absolute epic piece of literature. It might just be a to do list for the next day. Like just get those thoughts out onto the page. Um, and you can do this in the morning or at night before bed. So I just sent this to one of my clients last night. But I've got this uh, two page kind of journal prompts. Things you can do in the morning and things at night. It's got a bit of gratitude, a couple of affirmations, some reflections, and stuff like that. So. If anyone wants the journal prompts, just DM me saying uh, journal prompts at Health Coach Christian or at the Busy Blokes podcast page, um, and I can get that sent over to you. I'm very, very good at this. Next mm, one, mm. body weight exercises. Yeah, body weight exercises. It's free because you always have your body weight with you. So you have access to that tool or whatever it is at all times. So you've got those functional movements like squatting, pushing, rotating and stuff like that. It helps you get stronger, build muscle, helps you live longer. You can do workouts in a hotel room when you're on holiday um, or, you know, do it away for work. Um, you can you know, get on the side of the road and bust out some squats or push-ups on, on a long road trip. Um, you can do mobility moves from your living room floor. So just use your freaking body more, you know what I mean? And if you can just do a couple sets of push-ups or squats a day, you'll probably be healthier than 85% of other people. The at all times is the big one for me because you have access to it mm. all the time. Yeah. Like for me, the biggest one was actually doing exercise and mm. I would just put it off and put it off. But 
doing the body weight exercises, you can just squeeze it in. Yeah. You know, it might even be some days you might be so pressed for time it might be 10 to 15 minutes but it's still better than zero 100% even 5 minutes is better than zero even one yeah. set of squats is better than zero you know what I mean so you can always kind of just bust these things out throughout the day you don't have to like get dressed in your gym gear or get to the gym or you know put aside 45 minutes if you could literally just go oh, all I can manage is a set of 10 squats that's better than doing nothing and just lazing on the couch and if you want any free workouts I've got you know a lot of free workouts on my website under the free resources tab so just go and grab those if you need to I might be the best in the world at um, shed- scheduling downtime. <laughs> well, this is this is a free one, an important one. Um, I have this kind of thought that I always have to be on, like I always have to be being productive or moving towards something. But so many of us, like you know, freaking have work. We're socialising. We're going on outings. We're running errands. We're doing chores. Got to see this person. Got to do that thing. Cross off this to do. Whatever it might be. But you can actually take your foot off the gas. And I can't remember when I heard this. I might have been in a podcast years ago, but it was like, you know, where, where do you have your best ideas? And it's like when you're just standing there in the shower or when you're like you're hanging out the <laughs> washing. You know what I mean? Like that's when like things pop up because like you've got no input. And oftentimes mm. we've got so much incoming input from work and people and chores and this and we're thinking about that. But like sometimes the best ideas come from we're literally just doing nothing. So it's not like you have to do nothing just to get, you know, the best ideas. But I think a, a lot of us would do well or benefit well from scheduling time to literally just do nothing put your phone away you know you can just watch tv but just just laze and loaf like i think it's actually really good to do that from time to time i reckon surely some of the world's like best inventions and innovations have just been shower thoughts yeah yeah <laughs> surely yeah <laughs> like the plane yeah. <laughs> what if we went up in the air in a capsule like a sort bird. of thing like the birds do yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm running out of shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I guarantee that. 100%. <laughs> uh, the next free way to positively impact your health is known as grounding or earthing. So earthing refers to the act of electrons flowing from the earth to the soles of your feet or other parts of your bare skin. So the earth is um, full of electricity. We are full of electricity. Um, the bottoms of our feet actually have sweat glands on them. So it creates this nice little like conduction between the earth. And it sounds a little bit woo-woo. And I think it always has been for the last like 60 or 70 years until studies have started demonstrating the last, you know, five to 10 years um, that it reduces pain, it lowers inflammation, improves sleep, reduces anxiety, alleviates fatigue, improves your mood. Um, and even has like a blood thinning effect as well. So it's good for blood pressure. Um, so you can just do that for in different ways. You can walk barefoot on grass, dirt, like you know, uh, sand on the beach or rocks and things like that, or even swimming in large bodies of open water like the ocean um, can help you ground or earth as well. So if you feel like that's a bit woo-woo, um, just take it from the, the barefoot perspective that we spoke about before. So free the feet and start walking or standing on the ground outside. I reckon I've never had like a negative thought whilst watering my lawn or my mm. garden barefoot. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah. You you've you've gone back to your roots, so to speak. Yeah. As ancestors, you know, the cavemen didn't have fancy shoes on a lot of the time, so they just got their feet on the earth, they're just fucking doing things with nature. So, you know, having that there's so much so much there that you were just doing, right? You got your bare skin to the sun, you've got fresh air, mm. your clo- most most of your clothes are off, your feet <laughs> are on the luscious grass, you've got water pouring out of a can, which is really mindful just watching that, like yeah. you know, pour all over the plants and stuff like that. You're not thinking about other things like there's so many positives just in that one chore, essentially. Hey, it was quite funny. Um, I thought I was getting really bored of watering my garden because <laughs> sometimes it does 
feel like a chore. Mm. Like you're rushing it in. I like to water the garden like in the evening yeah. uh, as well. Um, I don't know why. I just presume that's better for it. <laughs> but um, I was actually thinking about, oh, I need to get that guy over to come and do all the retick and stuff so I don't have to do this. Maybe I won't. Yeah. Maybe there's that many positives to come out of it that I just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Because I do actually enjoy it when I'm doing it. Yeah. Which is like a lot of things. That's basically the story of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's the story of society. We just want things to be easier and things to be done for us all the time. But they're taking so many things away from us that we're actually becoming like fatter, sicker and stupid. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, chat GPT that's coming out. It's like the um, AI that can pretty much answer yeah. just about anything for you and it's doing people's And all the school kids are stuff. like, I don't have to do this fucking assignment. Yeah. <laughs> this program's going to do it for me. Yeah, which is fucking nuts to me that we're like, we're not going to be thinking any more about things. It's like, all right, the only way that I need to think is how to prompt this computer yep. program to do the thinking for me, which kind of trips me out. It's like far out. Like, yeah. what are we going to be like in 10 We'll 15, actually turn years? into robots. And yeah. Like, plug this idea into this machine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the capacity of my brain now. Yeah. 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 It's Hectic. crazy. And even like, you know, we were talking about the tradie special last week. So many jobs um, require us just now to be sat behind a desk because like machines mm. and stuff do most of the work for us. And then, that's not how we've grown for the last, you know, evolved over the last few thousand years. Like we evolved to use our bodies, we evolved to use our brains in a certain way, but all of those things are slowly getting taken from us, which is pretty crazy. Um, the next one, the next free way to positively impact your health is to eat less food. So this is mainly for the people who are overweight, but eating less food puts you into that calorie deficit, which helps you lose weight and find a stable, healthy weight. So you can garner all those benefits that come from losing body fat and finding a healthy weight, and you'll also save money by not eating out, buying food, eating and snacking all the time. So that was just a quick one that I had to drop in there. Um, The next one's really important, I think, and that's detoxing from social media. So we're currently in the age of what's known as the attention economy. Um, Social media, especially like, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, they're all free, right? So they need to keep our attention on their platform in order to make money through advertising. And they're so fucking good at keeping our attention for a long, long, long time, right? They get those little hits of dopamine and other feel-good chemicals in the brain. Um, have you ever watched The Social Dilemma, the, the documentary? Yeah. yeah. And like, see, even Instagram, you know, every time you scroll and you pause, even for like 1.8 seconds or 3.2 seconds or 5.2 seconds, whatever it is, on a video or a picture, Instagram is logging that. Mm. And then in your Discover feed, they're showing you more of that. So every time you look at a cat or a llama, it shows you more pictures of cats or llamas. Like if you stop on like UFC videos, it'll show you more. So it's just keeping your attention, attention, attention. So it can show you more advertising so it gets more money. Do you know what's happened to me in the last week? What's that? I watched one video on Facebook and it was um, like remote control, like diggers and trucks and stuff. And people <laughs> were at this event. <laughs> Like doing Classic. what like a real life digger would do is like drive up to a pile of sand, put it in the thing, spin Bucket. around, dump it into the back of a truck and the truck will drive off. But it's all miniature like remote control. <laughs> now all I get in my Discover feed is remote control cars and I've gone down this wormhole oh, where it's no. like people doing like real life full driving up rocks and shit, <laughs> but it's all remote control cars. <laughs> It's really weird. Yeah, it's I don't know bizarre. how I got there, yeah. but I'm there now. Yeah, and, and like I'm that, about to buy one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking and yeah, fucking me. next next minute you'll start getting ads to buy one for you know sixty nine dollars instead of one hundred and thirty nine dollars, and you're like shit, that's a good deal. I got to swipe yeah. that up. So they've gotten so good at doing those things, and even like Apple has admitted just recently that they do listen to the conversations you have. So you know that whole there was that conspiracy theory like oh my god they're listening to us. You know you're talking about 
um, buying the new pair of like Air Maxes, and then all of a sudden you see Air Maxes pop up yep. on, your, on your, your screen every all the time. So they are listening to you, so they can show you more of those things. Um, but like with the the so, like detoxing from social media, like a lot of us just mindlessly scroll for twenty minutes, thirty minutes, forty five minutes, an hour and a half, and you always feel like a bit shit afterwards. Like your eyes hurt, your back hurts, your brain hurts, and stuff like that. But not only that, you've got that you know the Instagram, Facebook. You often just see people's highlight reels. And there's a quote: "Comparison mm. is the thief of joy." We're so we're so quick to compare compare our very average fucking normal lives to someone else's highlight reel. What we don't see though is like, you know, the bad relationship they have with their parents, or like the shit that's going on inside their head, or the cellulite, or the acne, or like you know, um, the dirty nappies, or the you know, the, the early morning wake ups to go feed them. Like we're not seeing all of that shit. We're seeing like just their highlights, and then we're comparing our lives. So switching your perspective and using your phone and social media as a tool, not it using you, which is what 90% plus percent of people are. The, the tool, the, the phone is using them. Alrighty, and third last one is hugging. So hugging or touch and physical connection releases oxytocin or that, that love hormone. So it's again, it's that two for one special. So hugging and touching is, is, is really important. Like we're really social and physical creatures. Um, there's a few studies on, uh, which are pretty hectic, but like on neglected infants that don't receive that touch in the early stages. And it's pretty like freaking horrible for their development. Um, so hugging people enhances that bond and connection you get with someone. Um, and I think we all just need more touch, especially in the age of like, you know, COVID and not being able to see people and interact and stuff like that. Obviously we're on mm. the tail end of that now and on the other side. Um, but just, you know, practice being that person who gives really good hugs, start hugging the people around you. Oh, again, like the cold showers, I'm not sold on sitting on the floor. I'm not flexible yeah. enough. So sitting on the floor is really important for ankle health, knee health, knee health um, yeah, hip health. And people in India have little to no instances of osteoporosis because they're getting up and down from the floor like all day, every day, eating, praying, sitting down, chilling and stuff like that. So, you know, you can add to this yourself. So obviously sit down on the floor for like dinners or taking calls and stuff like that. But you can also add to that by lying on the floor in different positions to just work on your laptop or watch TV and stuff like that. It's really, really good for your body. Um, the saying break your hip and die of pneumonia is what a lot of people, you know, it refers to old people, you know, falling over, hurting themselves and getting to hospital and dying from something else. Um, but we want, you know, when we're, when we're getting old, we don't want to be sick and weak and frail. We want to be strong. We want to have total body strength. We want to have strong bones. We want to power agility. We want to be able to get up from the floor if we fall over and stuff like that and be able to stop us from falling over as well. So start now, especially if you're young. And last but not least, but still free. Still free is fostering a positive mindset. So challenging those negative thoughts, you know, choke slamming those ants, practicing gratitude, um, learning to shift your perspective on situations in the moment. It's all that stuff we spoke about, you know, in, in the first um, segment of today's podcast. So looking at things with a glass half full attitude, all that good stuff. So go back and listen to episode four of this season if you want some ideas on how to challenge your negativity so just to recap you know lots of free ways to do things but getting being staying healthy doesn't have to require a, like a whopping amount of time or even cost anything if you do things correctly so keep littering your life with these positive habits adding tweaking and fine-tuning your practices All right, Gossa, everyone's favourite time of the week, recipe of the week, Huey's cooking adventures sort of territory. Um, Mate, slow-cooked pork ribs last week. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, crowd favourite. So good, so easy. And And first slow cooker. And double. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I stole that. I derailed you. I bought a slow cooker. Nice. $26 yeah. from Kmart, yeah. five litre, real just gets the job done. Just, 
just hard work, hard working. <laughs> it feels like um, the build quality is not amazing. <laughs> feels like it could set my house on fire, maybe. <laughs> um, and they have to put a sticker on the outside because it's like caution, hot surface. The whole thing is just the whole thing. Steam. Yeah, there's no yeah, okay. insulation anywhere. It's, um, <laughs> it's a bit how you going, but it's anyway. a good, good entry level. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, very much an entry level uh, slow cooker. So. That was very exciting. Uh, got to try that out with the pork ribbies. Mm. Um, first time I'd made ribs uh, yeah. at home. I do love ribs, and uh, mate, they will be in the rotation for some Hell dinner. Yeah. Or um, I'd love it with like mashed potato or something. Ooh, like. yeah, and dipping the ribbies in. Oh, and that sauce, nice. right? So yeah, you get you cook the ribs, right? You put them in the slow cooker. You throw you mix up the the hot sauce mm. and all the other ingredients, and then you throw it all in. Bob's your uncle. Four hours later, they're done. But once once you've um, slow cooked the ribs for four hours, you take the ribs out, cover, keep them warm, cover them in foil, and you get all that sauce. And That's juice on the bottom. Yeah, on the bottom, and then you make this like gravy sauce thing. Just oh to my drizzle. god! Yeah, it was delightful. Yeah, <laughs> nice. it was delightful. Um, we I did it on Sunday, and we had something on Sunday evening, so. I was a little rushed in that final making the sauce process. Mm. And my um, apologies for anyone that really likes the videos of um, Recipe of the Week because um, it's not my best <laughs> filming work this week. And under I, the pump. Um, I was under the pump and I'll take full responsibility for that. <laughs> so um, next week will be a little bit better. Um, touch wood. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you have a slow cooker, you like ribs, genuinely one of the most, one of the easiest things mm. I've done. Like the prep well, is... Fuck, what have I been telling you this past like, year? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I know, I'm fully aware, but I can't wait to, um, to use the slow cooker. So, speaking of yeah, next literally. week... <laughs> What are we cooking? Uh, we got the slow cooked buffalo chicken, and this is definitely one of my favourites. Unfortunately, I can't have it anymore because I've got that dairy intolerance. So the butter in there oh. is just yeah. So I used to we used to pound that. Yeah. That's probably what gave me intolerance. <laughs> <laughs> probably what effed me up. Um, but yeah, you, you're gonna love this. You you actually shit your pants. It's that good. Yeah, unreal. I love shitting my pants. Yeah, same. <laughs> dairy. <laughs> Speaking of, let's uh, let's wrap this. <laughs> yeah. Let's wrap this up. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Busy Blokes podcast. It's your one-stop shop for health hacks, tips, and tricks that'll have you feeling healthier, happier, and stronger than ever. Thank you to the team at Digital Loop Australia, uh, their podcast studio that uh, we are lucky enough to record in is opening in April 2023. So check out their social pipes if you're a content creator or freelancer, or if you need a green screen, they got one of those as well. So check out the team at Digital Loop. Thank you to Damo for your audio wizardry behind the scenes. As always, mate, love your work, really appreciate it. And we'll catch you next week. Love you, Dad.